Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Isn't She Powerful podcast. I am your host, Laura B., and as I know you've already noticed, the title of this episode is a little bit different, and the fact that it's released on a different day than normal probably gave you a hint that something different was kind of happening today. I'm going to be releasing one bonus episode every single month called On My Sleeve. If you know me at all, whether it's through social media or in real life, if for lack of better words, then you know that I truly cry, like honestly, at the drop of a hat. I truly just feel everything so deeply, whether that is happiness or sadness or frustration or anything in between, like all the emotions present themselves in my body as crying. Like, everything is likely to bring me to tears. Crying is just how I express my emotions. And I know that you've heard that saying, she wears her heart on her sleeve. And that saying is so true for me. So true. If I'm feeling some sort of way, it is really, really easy to tell. Like, I have no poker face. I can't hide my tears. I can't hide my anger. Like, you just know how I'm feeling. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about like where the name of this episode came from. It was a really simple just realization for me. This past weekend, I was sitting in the living room working on like a special art project for my sister-in-law. And I was thinking about all of the friends that I have going back to school and co-workers that are setting up their classrooms and the sweet, sweet kids that I've taught in the past that are just walking back into the school building. And I started to get like a little bit teary-eyed as I thought about it more and more. The saying, on my sleeve just popped into my head and I looked over at Shane, my husband, and the person that I run like every idea that I ever have by before it goes public. Um, And I asked if he thought that I should do like a monthly episode called On My Sleeve just to kind of share my feelings and my real life with you guys. And he really liked the idea and I love the idea. So here we are having our first On My Sleeve episode. I am choosing to release this episode on the third Thursday of every single month. So during my sophomore year of college, I was randomly assigned to someone who quickly became my best friend. We lived together during sophomore year and junior year of college. And then she graduated, she got married, she moved away. And honestly, we like kind of lost touch for a little bit. And then COVID happened, which I feel like COVID, that, that's where all the change happened in my life. I'm like, and then COVID happened because that's where all the change happened for me. We started talking on the phone every so often. And then we started making a deal that no matter what, we would talk to each other on every third Thursday of the month. Now we Marco Polo, which if you don't know what that is, it's like an app that's kind of like FaceTime meets Snapchat where you send videos back and forth and they just stay there long term. So we talk a lot more often now, but ever since COVID, the third Thursday of each month has meant a time to catch up with friends or let somebody in on all the juicy details of my life and get to hear the juicy details of theirs. So I thought, you know, what better day to release an On My Sleeve episode than on the third Thursday of each month. So this episode, I want to talk about how it actually feels to be leaving teaching, why I chose to leave teaching, and whether or not I regret the decision. 
welcome to the Isn't She Powerful podcast. I'm your host, Laura B., health coach, educator, and founder of the Be Healthy Lifestyle. I'm here to bring you all of the health education and motivation so that you can sign off each week feeling equipped and empowered to tackle all of your health goals. Come along with me as I teach you about the four aspects of health so you can have everyone in your life saying, isn't she powerful? So growing up, I was never the kid that wanted to be a teacher. You know how like a lot of times you'll meet somebody who's a teacher and they're like, oh, I had the best third grade teacher ever. And I've known ever since then that I wanted to be just like her when I grew up. That was literally never me. I mean, I had great teachers when I was growing up, don't get me wrong, but I didn't really want to be a teacher. I don't know, it never stood out to me. But I did know that I always wanted to spend time around kids. For most of my childhood, I said that I either wanted to be a pediatrician or a pediatric dentist. I guess looking back, like I was always kind of interested, you know, in the medical world and healing others. And it's funny how that's now coming back into play in my life. But my senior year of high school, I took a class called Teacher Cadet, mostly because it seemed fun and easy. And I was a senior in high school who didn't, you know, really want to do that much work. And so I got assigned to a second grade classroom and I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed getting to like talk with the kids and just experience what it was like to be a teacher. There was one experience that really stood out to me. There was a really sweet girl in the class and her family lost their home in a house fire just a few weeks before Christmas. And there was something about that situation that just it got to me, you know, like getting to be there for her during that time, watching the other teachers rally around the family and watching the kids, you know, become her friend and just be there for her during that time. It was a very impactful experience to get to be a part of. And I just, it really, you know, made an impact on my life, like I just said. So I applied to the best teaching education program in South Carolina. I got accepted and I spent the next four years at that college learning everything that I needed to know to be the best teacher that I could be. After I graduated with my degree, I moved to a town that was closer to where my parents lived, my hometown, and I started teaching third grade at one of the elementary schools that was there. And that was a really hard job. I was super unhappy during my two years that I lived there. And That's where a lot of my really unhealthy habits that I had picked up during college were really reinforced. I gained a lot of weight. I was hardly sleeping. I had a ton of anxiety, like to the point of getting sick on Sunday evenings because the thought of going back to work in that building the next day just genuinely made me sick to my stomach. So during that time, I began to question, you know, is this actually what I want to be doing? I mean, I had very few other experiences in schools to know whether it was the school that was bad or the whole career itself, you know? Like, was this a 
every school, the whole teaching profession is just horrible and makes me feel this way? Or is it just this school? I didn't know at that time. But during my second year of teaching, Shane asked me to move to Florida with him. I immediately saw like a light at the end of the tunnel. And I saw it as a way to just get away from this school and have a fresh start, see if, you know, I can enjoy this somewhere else. So I started interviewing for jobs in St. Augustine, Florida, and I quickly landed a job at a really, really amazing school in St. Augustine. My first year there, which was my third year of teaching, was like the big COVID year. You know, not the year where COVID shut schools down, but the year after that where nobody could like be within certain proximity of each other and we all had to wear masks and check our temperatures and all kinds of crazy, crazy things. That was the year that was my first year teaching at this school. And while it was a very different year and a very weird experience overall, it was a really good year for me. I went into that year knowing, okay, this is a make it or break it year. Like if things are bad here too, then I've just got to give this up altogether. I'm just not meant to be doing this. Clearly, I'm the problem because this has been two schools. I know that if if this is bad, then it's me that's bad. But that was not the case. And I fell in love with teaching again. I fell in love with the kids and with the job. And I was so happy that year. But I was also pretty early still in my health journey, which had started in March of 2020. So it was March of 2020 whenever, you know, COVID shut down all the schools and I was at home more and I started working out and getting a little bit healthier. And then this school year started in August of 2020. So a few a few months later, outside of school, I was sharing my workouts with my friends and on social media. I was sharing recipes and healthy eating tips in a private Facebook group that I was running at the time. And I was falling in love not only with my job and with the students and with the school that I was at, but also with myself and with my health and with sharing health with others. So my third year of teaching and and that year of my life in general was really, really amazing. My fourth year of teaching is when I started to get a little bit restless. I was getting more and more into health and into helping others achieve healthy habits. And I really wanted to be doing that. Like that is where where I felt like my heart was being led. I, I wanted to be able to commit more time to helping others achieve healthy habits like I had done. And I made the decision that year that I was gonna get my health coaching certification. And so I knew going into my fifth year of teaching that it was going to be my last year of teaching. My fifth year of teaching was this previous year, which was my last year of teaching. And I knew before I even started that school year that it would be my last year. However, I did not know going into it that I was going to love, love, love my class from this past year so much. And I had the absolute best year of my career this past year. And honestly, you know, planning this episode, I had tears in my eyes. Like I I loved, I loved this past year. I loved the kids that I got to teach this past year and thinking about them and, and not getting to be with them. It makes me really sad because I know that, you know, and this is a reality of being a teacher. There are some kids that I'm never going to see again. Those kids that I taught at my previous school, 
I probably won't ever see them again in my life. And I think that's so crazy. You know, like we build a community, we build a family for nine whole months and then we're just gone. It's just like, move on to the next person, the next place, the next grade, the next group of kids. And it's really, that I think is the hardest part. And I think that's what's really so hard for me about leaving is I've had a relationship with my previous students because they've come back to visit me in the mornings before school or, you know, I've seen them after school or walking around in the hallways in the cafeteria, things like that. Like I got to still be a part of those kids' lives and I love this class so much and I'm just leaving them and I don't get to be a part of their lives in the same way. And I think that is what hurts so much is I know that some of them will keep in touch, some of their parents will, but I also know that there are some of them that I may never get to see again or know what happens to them. And that is just heartbreaking and really sad to me. So the question becomes, well, why did I do it, right? Like, if I loved it so much, if I'm so sad to leave, why did I do it? From a logical standpoint, Shane and I moved. We bought a house that was over an hour away from the school that I was teaching at. And honestly, I couldn't keep making that drive anymore. I did it from February through May, which looking back over the course of my lifetime is not a very long time. But in the moment when you're driving two and a half hours every single day to and from work, it's a lot. And it was it took a lot out of me mentally and emotionally as well as physically, like I couldn't, I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. And also at that time from February to May of that school year, my health coaching business was popping. I had clients. I was, I was doing a lot of things, you know, with my health coaching business. So I was stretched really, really thin during that time. And it was wearing on me. Also, you know, my car is getting older and gas is freaking expensive. So I just, I couldn't keep doing that. And I knew that if I didn't leave teaching altogether, either way, I was going to have to leave that school. And I didn't really want to be a teacher anywhere else. Like, I love that school. I love those kids. And if I was going to stay in teaching and go back on what I had originally said going into my fifth year of teaching, which is that it would be my last year, the only way I was going to do that was if I stayed there. And I couldn't stay there anymore just because of where we lived. From a career standpoint, you know, like, This job, being a health coach, this is what truly sets me on fire. This is what I love. I love, love teaching women how to create like sustainable, healthy habits and finally start feeling good in their body. The transformation that I personally had was incredible. And now I get to coach other women through that exact same thing. And that is what just gets me out of bed in the morning. Like helping women get through that transformation and truly start loving themselves, that is why I do this. And that is why I left teaching is to be able to do this for more women in more and more ways. And you know, the truth is, I still am teaching. I didn't leave teaching. I left being a third grade teacher And what I do looks a whole lot different now than it did before, but I'm still teaching. You know, I might not be standing in a classroom. I might not be reading children's books out loud every day, but I'm still teaching. I'm just teaching something different to different people on a different platform. I'm, I'm, I didn't leave teaching. 
I didn't leave the career. I just took it in a different direction, you know? When I think back at my five years in third grade, I know that there were bad times. Like, obviously, there were bad times. I just told you about some of the bad times. But truthfully, when I look back at them, that's not what I think about. Like, I forget that those bad times even exist. I've told a few friends whenever they've asked me, what does it feel like to be leaving teaching? I've told them, it feels like a bad breakup. You know that breakup that you know needed to happen because you know, you know that you're meant to be somebody that you just couldn't be when you were with that person, but it still hurts really, really bad. And when you think back on the relationship, you don't remember all the bad times. You can only see the good times. Even though you know there are bad times, you only see the good. And of course, the breakup happens A month goes by, you question, did I make the right decision? Because, you know, maybe who I was when I was with them, that actually was who I was meant to be. And that actually wasn't so bad after all. But deep down, you know that isn't who you're meant to be. The person that you are now and the person that you're becoming, that's who you're meant to be. And you can't be that person and be with them at the same time. You have to choose one or the other. And I know, I know I know that I cannot be who I want to be as a health coach and to help people in the way that I want to as a health coach and be a third grade teacher at the same time. But that doesn't stop it from hurting, just like it wouldn't stop a breakup from hurting. I absolutely love teaching. I still I still do love teaching. I loved getting to be a friend to the sweet kids who needed one the most. I loved getting to know them and having fun with them. Man, I loved getting to have the jokes with them and play games with them and get to know all their little quirks and laughing with them and hugging them and getting to lead them and watch them grow both, you know, emotionally and mentally and also physically and intellectually, like getting to watch them grow and change over the course of a year is so rewarding. And I'm always, always going to hold those memories so, so dear to my heart. So to answer the question that I've been asked many times in the last few months, do I regret leaving teaching? In short, the answer is no. No, I don't regret leaving. I know it's what I'm meant to do. And I'm really excited about this new chapter and excited for where I'm heading. And I I really do. I love every day now getting to wake up and do what I'm doing. It is truly amazing. There is that little part of me that, that misses it. And this feeling is the most bittersweet thing that I have ever experienced. You know, people say, oh, it was bittersweet. I truly understand now what bittersweet means because it's this. This feeling of leaving is truly bittersweet to me. I think that many people think that leaving teaching is taking the easy way out. You know, things got too hard. We aren't treated right. We don't get paid enough. But let me tell you something. Every teacher out there walked into that profession knowing that things were hard, knowing that they weren't going to get treated right, knowing how much money they were going to get paid. Nobody in this profession signed up with the intention of getting treated well or getting paid enough. 
We all know going into it how many hours we're going to have to work outside of contract hours just to make sure that our group of kids knows every single little thing that they need to know just to lose hours of sleep leading up to state testing, worrying about this kid or that kid or, you know, will they come to school having eaten breakfast or gotten rest? Are they ready to show them what we know? I didn't leave teaching because it was hard. I walked in knowing that it was going to be hard. And honestly, most of the time, I didn't think teaching was hard. I loved it, and it was easy to me. But being on this side of things now, I know that leaving is not taking the easy way out. And I can genuinely say leaving is hard, and it's harder than staying. Even though I'm not going to go back to teaching, Because I know that this new adventure is exactly where I'm meant to be. It's exactly what I want to be doing. I'm so, so, so happy. And this is going to lead me to even more joy and even more freedom than I ever could have imagined. I think I am going to wear my heart on my sleeve for just a little bit more. While I see the first day of school picks and the finished up classroom setups and all my friends and family and sweet friends going back to school. Okay, I feel really good now that I've officially gotten all of that out. I have I have been crying a, a good bit the last few days. You know, I get on Facebook and I see one of my friends has a new picture of their classroom or I see first day of school pics from some of the sweet kids that I used to teach. And it does, it, it hurts, it stings just a little bit. But I do feel a lot better having got it out now. And my heart is officially on my sleeve and no longer pumping out of my chest with the emotions that I had surrounding this story. Before you do, before you go, I do want to remind you of the free challenge that I'm hosting, the free meal planning and prepping challenge. All of the details are linked in the show notes below, so you can head on down there and learn everything that you need to know about the challenge and go on and get registered. But I do want to say this. If right now you are feeling overwhelmed and just have a serious lack of motivation when it comes to planning your meals, prepping them for the week, and then actually eating the things that you planned and prepped, then you are not alone. I know exactly what it feels like to spend so much time figuring out what to buy whenever you're at the grocery store and then you get home and you feel like you have nothing to eat. This free challenge is just that. This is free Like you literally have nothing to lose by joining this challenge. And by the end, I promise you, you will feel relieved. You'll feel like you finally have the mental space to go work on other things. You'll be able to consistently eat healthy meals. And you'll be able to stop picking things up on the way home because of convenience and ease. You already have something planned and prepared and ready to eat at home. This meal planning and prepping challenge will save you time. It will save you energy, and most importantly, it will save you money. So head on down and get registered right now. I can't thank you. I literally can't thank you enough for being here, for listening, for sharing all of these moments with me, and getting to just be a part of this show because it's been wild to see how much it's taken off in such a short amount of time and that's because of you because you're here because you chose to support me and I cannot thank you enough for that so make sure that you continue sharing the show with your friends and your family 
Go on down, leave a five-star rating, write a review for me. It really helps the show grow. It helps me stay motivated, and it's, it's a really nice encouragement. So I thank you all so much. I love you so much, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you again next week, and always remember, the more you know, the more you grow.